Welcome to Everyday Danning. Uh, my name's Ben. I'm really glad to be here and I'm joined as ever by... Robin, hi. Nice to be with you again. Um, thanks for joining us today. We've got a special guest with us today. Um, so uh, we'd like to introduce you to Mike McGarry. Mike is a youth worker over on the other side of the Atlantic Ocean, which is very exciting. Mike, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hey, yeah. Thanks for having me on the podcast. Uh, I'm Mike and youth pastor at South Shore Baptist Church in Hingham, Massachusetts. So um, my church is about 20 minutes south of Boston and about 20 minutes north of Plymouth, Massachusetts, where the pilgrims landed. So um, I live in pilgrim country and uh, yeah, it's kind of a big deal around here. Uh, I've been at my church for about two and a half years. And I started about uh, six months before the pandemic all began. Uh, I was at my previous church for about 14 years. Uh, so that was pretty cool. Uh, the kids who are in uh, middle school uh, in uh, my ministry there were born when I actually was at the church. So that was pretty cool. And so I've been serving in youth ministry for about 17 years. Uh, my wife, Tracy, and I have a, uh, a 14-year-old son uh, named Matt and an 11-year-old daughter named Hannah. And next school year, they will both be a part of my youth ministry. So I'm a dad, and I'm a youth pastor, and I'm youth pastor dad. And it's been pretty good. So God is, God is faithful. Brilliant. Brilliant. And you uh, have your own little podcast um, called uh, From Theos to Thanos, which deals with kind of finding theological themes in Marvel and uh, the Marvel Universe, um, so, I guess... Um, hold, hold on, uh, Robin. Oh, sorry. Go on. You forgot the most important thing. What did I forget? Uh, Mike, have you got a favourite dad joke? Oh. A favourite dad joke. All right, so here's the thing about dad jokes, is uh, dad jokes are fun to tell, not to hear, right? I think every dad knows this, that the humour is in the telling and the groan that comes afterwards. So with that caveat... Um, my favorite, de- my favorite joke to tell is this one. So uh, a man walks into a library and finds the librarian and says, hi, I'd like a cheeseburger, a large fry and a large Coke. The, the librarian it shakes her head and looks at the man and says, I'm sorry, sir, but this is a library. So he kind of scratches his head and uh, looks at her again and says, sorry, I'd like a cheeseburger. Large fry and a large coat. Very good. Very oh. good. What's the best response you've ever had to that joke, Mike? Um, usually people just shake their heads and walk away. Yeah, <laughs> that's the best. Um, so I, I've, I've told this joke countless times in youth group. Um, and then the next week uh, at youth group, we'll talk with students and I'll corner them and be like, okay tell me the truth, how many of you told the library joke this week? And a number of hands go up. I'm like, see, <laughs> it's fun. It, it's fun to tell, isn't it? And they're sheepishly will kind of grin and be like, yeah, it, it's, it, it's fun to tell, but it's just painful to listen to. Yeah, that, that, that will make an appearance. That will make an appearance at the dinner table tonight, I guarantee, yeah. in this yeah. household. 
Yeah, it's a good one. It's a good one. Good. So, uh, and you run, uh, you you host a podcast from um, Theos to Thanos. Um, is that the right way around, or from Thanos to the Theos? other way? So Theos to Thanos. Thanos to Theos. From Thanos to Theos. Thank you. So, which is all around the, the Marvel universe and um, engaging theologically with it. Um, so, what is as a dad? What is why bother engaging with Marvel? Yeah. Um, it's, it's a fair question. Um, honestly, I, w- my friends, Kevin and Clark and I started the podcast just because it's a lot of fun. <laughs> um, we're, we're all youth workers. Uh, we're all dads and we're all comic book geeks and we love these movies and talking about the important themes and the valuable themes that are portrayed in these, um, and one of the things that we found in hosting the show and in publishing the show is we've been hearing from a number of youth workers uh, who's like really our primary audience is youth workers, but we've been hearing from an increased number of parents who are starting to listen because their kids love the, the MCU. They, their kids love the Marvel movies. But as a parent, kind of just like, hey, it's really not my jam. I really don't enjoy it. I don't really get it. Um, I don't want to invest all this time into these shows to know what's happening. So I've started listening to your podcasts. (laughs) So in the 45 to 60 minutes of your podcast, I can get a good glimpse over what this entire, you know, uh, multiple week long Disney Plus series or this whole sweep of Marvel is all about. Uh, And now I have some good discussion points to talk about with my kids. So those have been really fun emails to talk about and to, to receive. Um, but w- one of the big things that we believe is um, as Christians, I mean, we, we have these talking points about the chron- Chronicles of Narnia and, you know, Hogwarts and Harry Potter and, um, you know, Lord of the Rings and these mythologies, stories that, seem more acceptable for Christians to engage with and to talk about the real meaning, um, you know, theologically informed meaning in those worlds. But when it comes to comic books, we think that's just child's play or it's unimportant or there's no valuable contribution to um, what it means to live a good life, what it means to stand for justice and for goodness and for mercy and grace and all these things, right? Uh, What does it mean to be human? Uh, to be a good friend. Um, And so uh, there's just a lot of really important and valuable conversations that we can have because of what we're seeing in these Marvel and DC movies uh, that they're putting out there. And we want to avoid cheap Jesus jukes of just like, you know, just like Captain America is, you know, he's the hero. And so Jesus is our hero. Like, we don't want to be that cheesy, like wink and finger gun type of Jesus juke person. But how can we watch these and read these and pay attention to these shows and movies and have meaningful conversation about the themes? So that's our goal and approach in the podcast. Yeah, that's super helpful. Do 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 you think in? I mean, my kids love the MCU. I love the MCU, so it's kind of in some sense it's quite easy to sit and watch it with them. Like, it's not a problem for me as a dad, you know, having to engage. But, um, what what are some of the themes that you see within the MCU that maybe for for 
for dads who, who aren't engaged, who aren't necessarily interested, that um, are the themes that are kind of a positive things that you can kind of enjoy and encourage. Uh, and then maybe also kind of there's some there's some things that you guys have seen and talked about that actually we need to be aware of because they could be dangerous. They could they could kind of lead our kids in a in a direction that's you know not helpful. Right. Yeah. No. It's good. That's a good question. Um, so I'll pull my example from the latest Spider-Man movie, which was huge, right? I mean, it, it's like everyone on earth feel, seems like they've, they've seen this movie if for no other reason, just because everyone else has seen it and we don't want to feel left out. Um, so if you think about the storyline of Spider, Spider-Man No Way Home, I'm going to just say spoiler warning. Um, if you don't want to know, you can just fast forward a, a, few, a few minutes. Um, but it starts off with, with Spider-Man wanting to, uh, fix a problem with, for his friends, because now everyone knows that Peter Parker is Spider-Man and he goes to Dr. Strange to cast a spell to make people forget that he is Spider-Man and, uh, Dr. Strange makes the statement and says, Peter, your problem is that you're, you're trying to live two lives. You're trying to be Spider-Man and you're trying to be Peter Parker and you need to figure out who you're going to be and everything goes wrong. And all these other bad guys come in and yada, 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 right? Um, and one of the refrains that you hear from other people who are supposedly heroes is, why is it our problem? Just send them back to the worlds where they came from, get rid of them. They don't belong here. They belong in their own universes. And they were pulled here through this magical spell. Just send them back home. And if they live, they live. If they die, they die. Peter, it's not your problem. And Peter says, no, other people's problem is my problem. That's what heroes do, right? Um, and so he sends them back and he tries to redeem them. He tries to save them, to rescue them, to give them hope. Um, at great cost to himself. And in the end, he has to make a decision. Am I going to be Peter Parker or am I going to be Spider-Man? And he makes the choice as much as he wants to be Peter Parker and to have his, the great love of his life and all of his best friends. And he wants to live his own truth. He realizes that he has to give up his own desire in order for the bad guys to be redeemed and to be saved. And so um, the world has to forget that Peter Parker ever existed. So what we see is actually a reversal of the, a lot of the expressive individualism that we see in our, in our world and in our culture that says, live your truth. Don't let the man get you down. Um, you do you, you be you. If other people say that, you know, you should live differently from the way you want, then that's on them. That's their fault. That's, you know, they're intolerant, they're hateful, whatever. And yet uh, what we see portrayed in the latest Spider-Man movie is actually sacrifice and is a denial of self in order to pursue uh, redemption and justice and mercy towards those who really don't deserve it. And I think there's some really valuable Christian gospel themes in there to discuss with students that maybe they wouldn't recognize until you put it that way. But if you've seen the movie and you hear it put this way, you go, yeah, you're not making that up. That's all in there. 
Mm. And that's very contrary to what our culture says we should be living. So let's talk about that. Yeah. Right. In what ways has a Christian worldview implicitly informed the way we tell these stories um, in ways that maybe the storytellers don't even realize, but it's there. So let's talk about it. Yeah, there's such a richness of I think the thing that struck me watching it was that there's a real sense in which there's nobody beyond redemption. Um, uh, that, that, that even these, you know, even these kind of characters that you, in previous films have been just, you know, destroyed or whatever. Nobody's beyond redemption. Had it, and, and I totally see how we do that in a youth group setting that you might, you know, set it up and, and then do a bring out some themes and, and talk about it. How do we do that in a family setting where it might just come across as a bit clunky and kind of it's like, oh, you know, dad, it's just a film. Just let us watch it and enjoy it. You know, how, how can you begin to turn that conversation around to, to something of, you know, a little more depth than that was fun, wasn't it, kids? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if there's a way to lean into that conversation without getting the eye rolls. So <laughs> just expect the eye roll. Um, but if it's a valuable conversation, then it's a valuable conversation to have, even if it's awkward. You know, I, I think sometimes we can we can avoid really important conversations because we're afraid of awkwardness. Um, when, I don't know, I mean, sometimes life is awkward. Sometimes important conversations can be kind of clunky to start, but then you kind of just go with it. And it's one of those, it's only awkward if you make it awkward scenarios. Um, so, I mean, you just watch the movie and talk I, so my, my son matt um you know we're, we're watching through the the mcu movies because he's kind of late to the game on on a lot of these and we're kind of just watching them and every once in a while i'll pause it and make sure that he's understanding what's going on and i'll try to highlight some theme or character development arc just for him to be watching and keeping an eye on as things unfold and sometimes we'll talk about it a little bit afterwards, but you know, it, it's not a whole big lecture um, or anything. It's just kind of pointing out, hey, did you notice this? Or, you know, what do you think about, you know, that person's character story or whatever? And it turns into a conversation. And so when you ask a question, usually the same or similar question will come back to you. So uh, sometimes I'll ask the question that I want him to ask me and it'll it'll come back that way. I don't know if that's manipulative or not, but I just think that's how conversations work. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's really yeah, that's helpful. Actually, yeah, it's perfectly fine for things to be clunky. Doesn't it doesn't have to be a kind of a smooth, natural um, thing all the time. That's yeah, that, that that's a, li a liberating idea. I think. Yeah. Um, is there any with your kids? Yeah. <laughs> Is is there any danger in if we're not engaged? Especially like if we if um, do you know what family life is busy? I'm a, I'm a hardworking dad. Um, I just need a bit of time with my wife. I need a bit of downtime. Here, kids, here's Disney Plus. Away you go. Watch what you want, and it's just kind of yeah, it's a shut up box. Get them out of the way. Um, <laughs> Is there, is, there a is there a danger in just leave, leaving our kids in the MCU without any supervision? Yeah, I mean, there, there's always there's always implicit danger in being passive, right? Mm. 
Um, and I mean, overall, I think the MCU is um, a, a pretty family-friendly world for kids to swim in. Um, but I, I don't know how much longer it's going to stay that way. So I guess that's part of my concern. And knowing some of these storylines uh, from the world of comics, um, some of the characters um, and teams who are being introduced, um, and just the, the cultural moment of gender and sexuality. Um, I mean, the, the sexuality and gender identity issues are going to be more front and center in the MCU moving forward. One of the critiques that the, the general culture has had of the Marvel movies is that they aren't sexy enough and there's not enough sex scenes uh, that they don't do romance well. So in the Eternals movie, they had their first sex scene in a Marvel movie, there was no um, overt nudity, but there was a really awkward moment uh, watching that in the theater. Yeah, with my, I was there. With my kids sitting next to me, thinking yeah. like, oh gosh, how long is this going to last for? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But interestingly, I'm, I mean, interestingly, The Eternals is well, the, wor the worst movie. I mean, oh, at least... Man kind of well received the most and they kind of got slammed for that scene because it was so unnecessary to the yeah. storyline even like yeah even like atheist everyone i think everyone hated that it was in there because it was it just didn't belong yeah but i think there will be more scenes like that written in in a way that quote unquote does belong and that does move the story forward i think they're going to find ways to put to put stuff like that in there and i mean i i personally i was more i was more bothered by by that scene than i was by the two men who kissed um in, in the in that film um because that was actually really just a quick <laughs> moment as opposed to like a drawn out statement um so, but yeah, th there's going to be more of that stuff uh, moving forward, especially as X-Men and mutants begin to get brought into the Marvel series. I personally, I love X-Men more than Avengers, actually. Um, just as comic book characters, I think the X-Men movies were pretty mediocre at best. Um, but as characters, I, I love the X-Men storylines and everything. Um, but one of the big things of the X-Men is how they represent uh, racial and sexual minorities in a broader culture. And even, you know, way back in the 60s and 70s and, and forward, that's always been one of the cultural narratives of the X-Men as outcasts, social outcasts, who the majority culture want to get rid of and villainize and everything, but they're saying, no, this is who we are. This is how we were born. And this is just the next step of human evolution. And this is, this is us. Uh, so that, that message is definitely gonna get subverted um, in some ways that I think do represent a good and healthy approach to diversity and um, just human compassion. 
towards those who are different from us, but it, it will also be taken in some ways that as, as Christian dads, um, we'll want to have conversations with our kids about. I'm not sure if it's a cancel uh, Marvel scenario, but something to, to talk about with our kids. Hmm. And, and, and therefore, if our kids are watching them, we want to be watching it too. Um, and walking through with them. I remember so we had a conversation with Ted Turnow uh, kind of about 12 months ago, which is worth kind of going back to, to listen to if you're listening to this one, where he kind of just said, you know, his dad at one point despised his love of Monty Python. And actually that just completely, you know, there becomes a bit of a division there. Actually, we need to take these things seriously as art forms, as culture forms, as, as, as culture, cultural mirrors, um, uh, and therefore kind of walk with it throughout with our kids right yeah that's a good word yeah maybe as we draw to a close but um might just think thinking of the dads who are new to this what's what's a good gateway in uh, if they've got kids who are just you know hitting kind of eight nine ten just beginning to get involved perhaps you know where's the gateway what, what do you recommend what, what what's the kind of the the, the gentle start Oh man, there's so many movies to catch up on. They're all wonderful and amazing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if if I host a, a podcast called Thanos to Theos, I'm gonna tell you that they're all amazing, right? Yeah. yeah. Um. So I, I think some some of the big ones would obviously be the main, the first event. If you just watch the Avengers movies, yeah. Um, that would be enough to catch you up in the big picture sweep of what's happening um you know if you watch the first avengers movie if you watch captain america civil war um if you watch age of ultron and then infinity war and Endgame, um there are so many really really fantastic movies elsewhere in the storyline but those four are, are the 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 primary building blocks i would point to that will help you understand what's happening in the Marvel universe if you want to try and be informed um, in an abbreviated way. That said, they're all those movies are all almost three hours long. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> that, it's abbreviated, but Marvel movies tend to be long. So and do you have a favorite movie released so far? If you've got a if you can, oh, can you, pick, so can, you can you can ask. you pick a top one? I can't. Um, Spider-Man is has always been my favorite superhero. Um, Robin Hood, right? Robin Hood, and then and was my first superhero growing up. But he's not Marvel, obviously. Um, but it, Marvel has always been Spider-Man. So the latest one was really incredible and filled all of my childhood dreams together. But I also just the storytelling of Infinity War and Endgame together. That's a that's a really tough one-two combo to beat. So th th those three, in some random order, depending on the day. Any, yeah, I I could tell you one of them is my favorite, and then the next day tell you <laughs> something different between those three. 
Brilliant. Well, thank you for joining us, um, Mike, and uh, thank you to those of you uh, listening. And so if you want to check out Mike's podcast, it is From Thanos to Theos. Um, do check out that and have a listen. Um, maybe get yourself into a little bit of Marvel, particularly if your kids are. Um, try and work out what's going on. Uh, maybe just raise some of those themes. Um, so thank you for joining us this afternoon, and we will uh, be back next time. Great. You can stay in touch by emailing us at everydaydadding at gmail.com or check out the website everydaydadding.com. Uh, until next time, goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you.